You're listening to Barely on Topic with B.A. The biggest fraud of all is coming up. Nick. Here comes the bagel boy himself. Anthony. A puck goes over the glass. Every stupid player on the ice puts their hand up. Jeff. Then I moved to Canada. And Tim. Probably not. fans this is barely on topic episode 27 it's really a wrap tim feel free to make a pun it's actually the bow it's the bow this is the bow episode um i am nick i'm filling in for va she's off in cabo wabo enjoying a bahama mama none of that checks out but (laughs) (laughs) she's not here i actually don't know what she's doing but she's having a great time whenever she's doing so it's just the boys today, and guys, last episode we talked about the playoffs being over, but no, it's, it's sunk in, the, the Bruins season is over, and, um, but before we really dig into that, the NHL draft lottery results are hilarious, because all the bad teams got really screwed this year, and I just feel like that's um, some odd poetic justice. I, I rather like seeing uh, Vancouver fans suffer. Mm-hmm. See, and they are. Oh, almost. Yeah, they are. They're definitely I, I have. I have no, I hold no ill will against Avs fans, but um, at the same time, it is fucking hilarious. A team that just recorded the lowest point total of any team since the 99-2000 Thrashers. Oh. Ow. Yeah. Um, so that would be the team that uh, tanked after drafting Patrick Stefan first overall in 99, because that was a good choice, and then proceeded to crash and burn and, and able to uh, draft um, uh, Ilya Kovalchuk. And Heatley. Oh, yeah. They had them both. Danny Heatley was a... No, I know. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he got... He killed he, they, a guy. No, yeah, pretty that's, lo- pretty lockout, excellent. the two of them skating with uh, Savard, if I recall, was... Uh, yes, which I got to be honest, I don't want to get too off track here, but when the Bruins signed Savard, I'm like, man, the only reason why he was putting up good point toils because look at his wingers, and um, I was wrong. So it turns Anyone... out, you know, before his brain's eggs got scrambled, he you know put up better point point totals in Boston. Yes, um, which <laughs> I did not predict. He also probably took notes from Wayne Gretzky when he was in uh, New York a little bit. Uh, oh yeah, he was briefly a Ranger too. Yeah, he's been everywhere. Man. And a Flame, I think. Start, I think he started off with the probably started off with he, the Flames. Maybe. He played very few games with both teams. Correct. But here's my hot take on all this. It is not actually Edmonton that was giving Edmonton good luck in the draft lottery. It was none other than uh, Taylor Hall, which Taylor Hall admitted this in a tweet that you know his best ability is probably just winning the uh, the draft lottery. It's good for him. Good for the Devils. Yeah. Sorry, Avalanche. Maybe you'll do so well. So, to sources that I've just made up, I've heard that Colorado's looking to trade for Taylor Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a one-for-one one with Landis Cog or something. That would be a poor trade for um, uh, for New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. next We can expect the Devils to be in the playoffs next year then because look what Edmonton did. They traded him and... Yep. <laughs> Boom! Made the playoffs, so he'll he'll get the Devils the playoffs, and he'll then get Colorado the number one pick. So he's cursed and blessed at the same time. So, so the Devils were a big jump. The huger jumps were the one teams that ended up drafting second and third. Yes. Um, pissed me between off, the Flyers, between the Flyers and the Stars, the Stars pisses me. Okay, I hate the Flyers. I just hate them, but mostly because you know twenty ten and. Mm, and fuck, fuck Philly. Yeah. And Philly's a shit city. So, but the uh, other thing is the uh, is, is the fucking Stars. They won the West last year. How the West was won and then lost by the Dallas Stars. And then they're going to, um, to draft their overall. They really had a rough season. The, the thing is with the Stars, though, I think anyone, most people would agree... You just get decent goaltending, and boom, that team's that team would have been in the playoffs. Again. Mm, they still need competent defense in front of it. They gave up Demers and Goligoski, and this well, while neither is a star, you strip that away from your top four, you have a problem. <laughs> You're right. They're not a star. They're on other teams. 
Oh! <laughs> <laughs> How many spots did they move up to get number three? Not as many. I don't think they moved up as far. No, yeah, they didn't move up nearly as far as the uh, as the Flyers did. Yeah, they moved eleven. It's fucking ridiculous. Oh, that's abs this is. I mean, incidentally though, but this this is like, this is only the second time they've used this. Everyone's eligible for all three positions. Uh, it lottery, right? Mm -hmm. They've only because I mean, hell, um, it's only the third year of everyone being eligible for any position in the lottery. Um, the McDavid draft was the first one that was more than just the bottom six teams or so. And that was only for number one. This is exactly what this design's supposed to do. Yep. Mm -hmm. It makes it exciting. We're talking about it. The Bruins yeah. were not in the lottery, but we're still talking about it. So, and, good for them, I and guess. And it's a better way to prevent full-blown tanking. Yeah, I was going to say, this is going to change how people approach But remember, neither of the teams that were in the bottom two were tanking. They were just bad. They were just yeah. awful, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 the Avs wasn't by design, and neither was the Canucks. The Canucks were competent at the beginning of the season, too, weren't they? Then they got died. They were lucky. They were never competent. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, the other team that was, the other, so the team that was ranked, they went into the draft, right into the the, the um, lottery ranked uh, four, with the fourth chances was, was Arizona. They're the only team that actually takes this year. True. That team was definitely... Not start not built to be good, and they did not get rewarded for it. And they drafting and they're drafting seventh overall. Ouch! Also, Vegas got screwed. They they didn't win a single game all year. I think Vegas tanked. They only have one player. He can't play all however many minutes times twenty something. How how many players do you brace in the game? Twenty one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He, he can't play. He can't play sixty times twenty-one <laughs> minutes. Jeez, uh, Vegas, come on! He can't play all one thousand two hundred and sixty minutes. I guess not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that number. Yes. <laughs> so good job. We've discovered what sixty times twenty-one is on this podcast. Moving on to Wait, no, one other thing. Oh, thing. Oh, one more thing. I desperately I hope. I desperately hope, and I said this to you guys before the show. That the um, yes. Devils choose Nico Hershey because he is a fun, fun player to watch. I really like him a lot, and I don't want him to be a fucking flyer. So please, Ray Shero, pick Nico, not I mean, Nolan. I'm writing this down. Isn't not... Nolan Patrick like the general consensus number one? No, as of this, as of the Bob McKenzie and TSN have them actually, they're, they're, TSN scouts have them split 50 50 between, like, I think five scouts voted for one, five for the other. They are neck and neck. Oh, terrific! Mm. As of this, as of like three days ago, Patrick spent most of the season hurt. Ooh. Um, when he was in, he was still really good, but he was out a lot. Whereas Sergio came out of out of nowhere, and he is a fun, fun player to watch. He saw my favorite player in the Mooseheads. That's my boy Max Power, I should say, Maxime Fortier. Hey. <laughs> but um, who I still think the Bruins should take a run at in a later round. He's an overage. He's a one-year overager, but he's just a fun, fun, fast player. But anyway, um, so uh, please, Rachero, draft a shade. Don't make him be a don't make him be a flyer. I'm writing this down, and I'm gonna send it to him in a letter. Or a star, because what if the Flyers decide not to pick him and then goes to the Stars? I don't think that's gonna happen. You got not one or two. You don't spring. You go for you really go for best player available there. No. The stars go with that could go anyway because you got a lot of different choices as soon as you hit three because this is not a deep draft. <laughs> there's some other good centers, there's some also good defensemen, so who knows what they do. Hey, good year for the Bruins to make the playoffs, right? Yep. <clears throat> and so, they'll be 18th overall, incidentally, I believe. That's huh. what's it, is what we're looking at. You know, hey, good for we'll us. Cross that bridge when we get to it. Good for us. Well, I'm sure we'll have much more coverage in a few months <laughs> on the line. Uh, so our coach made some uh, – he didn't make any news. He was interviewed, and his honesty made the news. Of course, uh, you guys want to discuss that? And I'll hold my comments for the end. Well, for starters, he uh, grew up in Ottawa as a Bruins fan, hating the Habs. So, I knew I liked that man. Yeah. 
so he openly says like I'm friends with Claude. I have eminent respect for him, but he plays for the ha- but he works for the Habs now. So fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to kind of mention this because his boss is none other than Swinius. Continue. <laughs> I love the Sweens. I love uh, uh, Coach Cassidy. Uh, and I love 98.5, the Sports Hubs, for, for giving us such awesome, awesome sound bites from that. I really wish I got 98.5 up here. I think you, I'm sure you can get it online. Yeah. I like to listen to I, sports talk when I'm washing the car. My phone's all messed up. The oh. odd headphone jack, so it's um, difficult to stream radio. I think certain radio shows are simulcast on Comcast Sports. There you hmm. go. Uh, what? Since we haven't hit it yet, what surprised me? Yeah, he said he hates the Habs. What a bold statement! I'm sure the NHL and all the other writers are really upset that he said that, and I'm, I'm sure the players are too. But he spoke very frankly about some of his players. And and apparently he's always done this. Um, uh, Kirk Ludicky has been very clear on this point. It's like back when he was in, in Providence, he would always be a very straight shooter, both positive and negative about a player, uh, uh, about players. Um, so maybe we got a little bit of insight about what we can expect out of, out of them this off season. It's not what we're doing here today, but it sort of give, give us some hint as a, uh, you know, he definitely acknowledged he knows that Spooner is not the player we've yeah. been seeing for recent weeks. And I I got to say that what he said about Spooner, that, you know, he wasn't playing well defensively, and so can't use him there, and they weren't getting that many power play opportunities, so he decided to scratch him. Yes, it was a knock on the player, but at the same time, it was a very respectful and, to me, upfront. Um, it wasn't vicious in any way. It yeah, was there very is factual. The- Still, there's a very there, there's a pretty harsh subtext in there. Yes, because basically he's explicitly saying he is not good to me anywhere except the power play, or at least wasn't playing that way. It is um, isn't uh, completely wrong. It is not, but it is uh, it is also a pretty harsh thing to say, even if it's a bit more, um, you know, if, if if it isn't quite that direct. So it's nice, it's refreshing to hear that, I guess. Um. And I'd be interested to hear a lengthy interview where he just breaks down a lot of some of these guys that are, you know, the the the, the guys that are in the, in the fans' doghouse all the time. Maybe not the Jimmy Hayes of the world. We don't really want to hear about that. But guys like Joe Morrow, for example, I bet he has some very interesting things to say about Joe Morrow. Possibly the only interesting things ever to be said about Joe Morrow. <laughs> Boom! Roasted. <laughs> the least interesting man in the in world. The world. Um. Which is impressive because he's a pro hockey player. Yeah. Uh, well, as There's a, a lot of competition for that. <laughs> as a Bruins fan, I personally love uh, coaches' honesty. Uh, I I want more of it. We'll get we'll get it next season, I suppose. It looks to be the case, yeah. Yeah, and especially like even during the playoffs, like they had an interview. Um, about some of the calls, and he's like, True. and they're like, we don't, we don't want to get you in trouble. He's like, no, it was awful. I don't care. It was, it was terrible. Me in you trouble. saw it. Yeah. <laughs> he like, he's like, you're not going to get me in trouble. It was awful. And he like, makes joke, but he makes jokes about it too, right? We talked about this in the other in the other day. The jokes like, well, I didn't know you had to score three times in the in the in the in the overtime, but it's been a long time since I played. Like, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, it almost makes it. I think. Stuff like that makes fans relate to him better, just because it's stuff fans would say. So, I I kind of dig that. He's the like, only other coach working right now that is that frank and funny I find is Sullivan actually, and he wasn't like that when he coached Boston years ago. Oh no, he was a stiff back then. But Sullivan now is a bit more loose. Mm-hmm. See, I thought uh, I was like actually Guy Boucher can actually be kind of funny, but. Did you hear his, uh, Did you hear about his comments about uh, how the hockey isn't a game of chess? It's actually a game of checkers because checkers will check the checkers and then they'll check that. So it's really a game of checkers. He said this just the other night. 
Was he just like seeing if he could pull off a tongue twister in an interview? Yes. Just, just for shits? Yes. To be no fair, gonna... if I was a coach, I'd say random shit all the time that people didn't understand. Just we know, Tim, there'd there. be lots of puns. We understand yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> did he just make a pun? <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. He's punny. That would be my drinking game at my press conference. Pun, take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I want to be die of liver poisoning. <laughs> I want to be a sports reporter when you get hired. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna move on, guys. It's the end of the year. We're signing each other's yearbooks. We're laughing. We're crying. We're looking back at the Bruins season. And I'm talking to someone. Didn't, didn't cry. <laughs> you cry a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Don't ever change, except do a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna go play some vitamin C now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, I you know, just speak freely here. When you look back at this season, what's what strikes you? Like, what memories really hit you? Good and bad. Who wants to start? Um. So. I had a grand time getting to go with um, go go to the game in December against the Isles with, with VA and of course some uh, other associates of ours from from elsewhere on the internet on, on the on the internet our, our striped friend for example as well as uh, as well as Mandy oh nice and um, uh, Ben and, and Ben and Ellen too um, and then getting drunk enough that I loudly complained that the team was shitting the bed on my birthday and it got picked up. I Ty Anderson in the press box. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about this. Yeah, this is what this is all about. We're reminiscing. That was great. That was probably one of my favorite parts of the season, too. Because <laughs> yeah. I see the tweet, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, only if the Bruins won, like in some dramatic comeback. But you know what? It, it worked out. You're internet famous now. Yep, I would have been remained anonymous, but uh, you made a, a point of. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had to, I had to. <laughs> All right. Incidentally, also Ty Anderson wanted to kill me one day because of like ten puns that I said to him, and he wanted to stab me through the computer. So there was that. <laughs> I missed that. I feel bad. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I'm gonna have to go back and find that. He 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 said something about like, I'm gonna contact the police at this point. Like, this is stupid. <laughs> at least you weren't muted. That's true. He likes you. It's okay. Maybe. <laughs> so the highlight was probably, despite the loss, was going to the game against Edmonton. Hmm. Watching Chara punch Maroon in the face was devastating from my angle. That was, was my also first the time. game that Maroon put up a hat trick, wasn't it? Yeah, let's not Oops, talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Being up on the balcony was my first time up there. I had always sprung for the extra money on tickets down below. What an instant difference in uh, just atmosphere and personality. It was awesome. I am a huge fan of Upper Balcony, but Lower Upper Balcony in any arena. Yeah. It's by far the most fun, and I think the best deal there is. Yeah, we were three or four rows up. It was perfect, because you could see every inch of the ice. And I think the low point on this season, though, was... uh, And I'm going to shock all of you Mm -hmm. with this. By shock, I mean not at all. Was... Twitter's disgusting awfulness of their view of Tuka Rask. Ah. It's like, he had a good year. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Oh, goddamn season. Yeah, you know... You you are the hype man for Timmy. Uh, For Timmy, wow. I'm I'm gonna edit that out. I meant Tuka, but I thought... When I said Tuka, when I thought Tuka, um... Tim Thomas's head appeared in my in my mind, and I said Timmy instead. Timmy, I like you as well. I mean, don't get me wrong. We, Tuka does deserve some criticism. He was actually like until the very until the stretch run at the very end, 
He was bad from the from the swap of the calendar onward because he got ground to ground to a pulp in January. True, and he and he does deserve his own criticism, and he and he got a, a bunch of it then. But then we switched coaches. He got some more rest. He got better. Well, see, the thing is, he was still, still he was he was winning after the change, but he was his numbers were still not good. It's just the offense was exploding at the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at the end, you know, right when he, you know, he was bought, people criticized him, he had that bad little run, had the back tweak or whatever at that game in, 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 in Brooklyn, and then came back and had a nice little run to close out the season. And he, he was fantastic in the playoffs. Fuck the haters. He was great yep. in the playoffs. Uh, I, I, are there really people out there saying that he was not good in the playoffs? Yes, there, yeah. are. there are. There are. There are people that wanted to start Hudobin in the playoffs. Oh, I see. These people apparently forget um, the whole how long it took Dobby to get his regulation win. Um, you, know, you know, late February. Yeah. <laughs> and when Dobby left us the first time, how awful he was as a starter. Oh, yeah. yeah remember, yeah. yeah, Tuca was injured at the beginning of the season, and we were screwed. Oh, those first couple of games were not good. <laughs> Played three straight goalies, trying to figure something else that would work. Ugh. Yeah, that was that was just that was a bad scene. Poor still love you, Zane. Fucking hell, Malcolm. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you my least favorite part of the season. I haven't told you my favorite. I'll tell you my least favorite first. So, leading up uh, the final days of Julian's tenure in uh, Boston. I gave up on the season. I think I was filling in as host, and I said, "No, what, guys, I think I think this might be time to maybe to pack it in a little bit. You know, think about trading away some some players because this ain't our season. This isn't our season. It's going to be even worse once they get rid of Julian." Egg on my face. I was wrong. That was my least favorite part of the season. Mostly me being wrong, but I think all of us were feeling that way then. Yeah, I mean, my least favorite part was probably Claude getting fired. I did not like it. I didn't like how the entire saga t- took unfolded. It took longer than it should have in retrospect. Mm-hmm. Um, we're considering how long he'd been sort of dangling, and then His entire tenure here. Well, yeah, I know he was this close to losing <laughs> it. Oh, in the opening round of the 2011 Cup uh, uh, um, uh, playoffs. Um, when you have a couple, <laughs> usually extend your career a little bit, though. Oh yes, yeah. um, he, so he turned it right around. But remember yeah. those first two games of that game, that first two games well, of that series back in the day when Chara, Chara had the flu, and uh, you weren't good. No. <laughs> also, I really hated that he went to the Habs. Still, kind of sucks. Just because I don't know. Just I don't like it. It's kind of like seeing that one really long-term girlfriend suddenly date that guy she used to date and you hated but you're like you know what damn it they're a good fit and i got this hot cassidy guy leading the bench but damn she used to be mine uh which is not uh not a bad song so <laughs> that's he the- really cloated himself up there though playing his fourth liners what some 30 seconds less than well, he already. Well, here, here's the thing: is the Habs already had six fourth liners, and then they added Bergevin, like three Bergevin and went and added an, an additional fourth line. Yeah. I don't want to speculate too much, but when will they not be good again? Like they should not win the division at all for many years to come. Um. Well. Oh, that Carey Price, Price gets traded. <laughs> When Carey Price gets traded or declines to resign and goes to free agency in a year, or just you know they give him eight million a year for eight years and then they spend back half of that contract with an eight million dollar thirty four plus age goalie. Oh, or maybe he'll retire and become a politician. Sure, right. like like Jerry Slager. Okay. Oh, oh, I would say uh, Ken Dryden, <laughs> another another good goalie. Uh, I was just going for Jerry Schlager on account of the Bruin, and he's like been a rather prominent member of the, the Czech um, uh, parliament for almost since immediately after his retirement. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Uh, Vote Carrie Price. <laughs> uh, 
I actually I'm gonna tell you my favorite part of the season because I, I ruined everyone's mood. Favorite part of the season was me getting to watch so much Bruins hockey this year, much more in, in years past, despite me being in school and working full time. Um, thank you Chromecast for uh, allowing me to watch TV and doing uh, work and stuff on my laptop at the same time. That was that has been the treat for me. And probably every other Bruins game. To, I watch. I either had someone come over and watch it with me, or I went to someone else's place to watch it. So, it, it, the Bruins this year was a community thing for me. Mostly my brother and uh, my friend Brian, who's been mentioned many, many times, will be mentioned many, many times more. So that's my favorite part of the season. And we got some bonus hockey this year, but that's kind of the obvious. Yeah, we did make the playoffs, and it was glorious. Frustrating, absolutely maddening, but glorious. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, looking back, it's time for us to look back on some preseason predictions. VA <laughs> um, VA uh, went back to our first episode of this uh, season and asked us a few questions, and she sent us the answers um, just a couple of days ago that we said long, long, long ago. So, you know... We, we were going to guess leaders and goals, assist points. Um, by the way, here let's start with a good thing. Uh, the boys here, we predicted the Bruins would make the playoffs. And they did. They're here. VA, yes. VA said they wouldn't. Ha! She was wrong. She's, But like she's in Cabo Wabo enjoying a Bahama Mama, so she's okay. Citation needed. <laughs> I got Not the from, okay. I, I heard it from okay. where she is. Okay, it it's the second Bahama mama. Yeah, I heard it from Hags guys. Or or could it be a Mai Tai? My Mai Tai. Um, it could just be a big old bucket of vodka. I don't know. But, so I'm picturing like a KFC bucket just full of vodka. I don't know why it's a KFC bucket, <laughs> but that's what popped into my head. Why does this vodka taste like shitty fried chicken? It mm. should. It, well, if it was Bojangles Bucket, it wouldn't be shitty fried chicken. It'd be delicious fried chicken. I, I say <sighs> bad things. I actually really like KFC. Really? Ever, I hardly ever eat it because you know you can feel your, your, your you can feel the congestive heart failure oh, in halfway through. But that stuff um, ain't good for you. I, I had a double down once. Oh, me too. Once. I, I had one once. I was like I was drunk afterwards. Yeah, no, it, it might be the three. Th- it might be the thirty-five thousand milligrams of sodium. Um, <laughs> I may have exaggerated that a bit. It was a lot of salt, though. I don't and think I you were, actually. I don't think you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I too shared that similar... Did I just drink a 12-pack? <laughs> like, you for like hours afterwards, after I was texting with my buddy saying weird shit. Afterwards, I'm like, he's like, dude, have you been drinking? I'm like, no, I, I had a double down earlier. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were probably severely dehydrated. Chicken yeah, drunk. Certain. Yeah, <laughs> chicken drunk. <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys ready to look yeah. back at our predictions Laugh. yeah so va first asked us um who would lead the team in goal scoring but she asked us you know what's our head saying and what's our heart saying um tim your head said uh brad would lead us in goals good job um your heart because we all know you like this guy. You wanted Bacchus, though, to, to lead us. In Your heart didn't go so well here. Heart mm. did not go so oh, well. Uh, I'm going to s- skip Anthony. Um, <laughs> we'll circle back to this. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll go to myself, my heart, um, and my head both predicted Brad. I mean, which really it's, in my opinion, kind of the conservative choice. Uh, Jeff, you're, actually, your you're, uh, head and the heart are in a very good place. Your head said Brad. Your heart said Pasta. You wanted Pasta. There were, were only five goals apart, too. Exactly, yeah. So um, you're a well-balanced human being. It would seem so. Anthony. Anthony dramatic... went with it. I think Anthony went with only his heart and not his head, even though, yeah. the, uh, even though the record says, it suggests the other way around. You predicted Spooner would, would lead us in goals. Yeah. Now, how exactly we came to this point, so... <laughs> <laughs> You, you might need to re-examine your 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 personal life by 
because of this choice? Like, have you been experiencing your spoon being too big? Yeah. Something. Or being a banana? Yeah. <laughs> if so, you might have a spoonerism. Watch that. Why did I think that? Wasn't it like the beginning of the year him being considered for a second line wing? Yeah, but it was still made no sense. It, it, it still made no sense because he's not known for having a shot. I mean, under that context, it made more sense for Krejci to potentially rocket up the goal scoring. Which, incidentally, um, I believe his goal, Krejci's goals, uh, may have tied for his best regular season. Give me a moment here. Dum dum dum. And twenty-three goals. Yes, it tied eleven uh, twelve for his best goal scoring season. Hmm. Cool. Here's what um, I but think a, But happened. a lot of that happened well after Spooner was no longer on his wing, so you can't even draw that correlation. <laughs> so here's what I think happened then. I think I picked Spooner because I know I can't make predictions. <laughs> and so you just when I it? make predictions, they're wrong. So I picked Spooner so Brad could have a good year. Thank you, Anthony. I sacrificed seems... myself for this podcast and for your ridicule to fall on me so Brad could have a career. You're welcome. It's a very Paul. Welcome. It's a very post hoc argument. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll we'll let it roll. Um, actually, you can't, can't prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were definitely sincere at the time, Anthony. <laughs> oh, I sure was. <laughs> um, actually, I need to look this up real quick. Oh, okay. Um, I forgot who led the team in assists this year. It was also our. I was also it was also Brad. Yeah. Uh, yep, um, the, it, we live in a Brad went, Brad world. It's Brad's world. We're Bradley just living in it. Yeah. So and, um, so this one went badly for all parties involved. Yes. Two varying degrees. So VA just simply asked us, "Who's going to lead us in assist?" So you know, no, just your. I guess we'll, if the other one was your head and your heart, this is your gut. She asked us with our gut, "Who is going to lead us in assists?" Uh, Tim, Anthony, and. Uh, Jeff? Myself. Yes. You guys picked Krejci. Not a bad pick. We were all kind of... Under normal circumstances, you'd expect that to be a good pick. Yeah. Um, interestingly, of the ones that are here, it turns out it's the worst pick of the uh, of the ones people opt for. Let's, yeah. So let's see where it goes from here. Um, VA picked Bergeron, uh, which also, I, I kind of see a rationale of that. If, you know, if... Uh, Brad is going to have a big year. Bergeron's probably going to be passing him the puck. Okay. And then I picked Krug because I was on a Krug high back then. You were only three assists off. So. He was only three assists behind Bar- Marchand, so he was he was number two. So. Fucking bad. Heck yeah. Um, for that matter, actually, yeah, our, yeah, Krejci, yeah, he was he was a bit off. He was only uh, one assist less than, than Bergeron, though. But as we discussed, Bergeron yeah. just had an off year because uh, his his groin was in two pieces. He was sports runner all year long. Interestingly, though, um, Bergeron's assists, I believe, are pretty close to his his consistent um, apple production here. He's a thirty um, for thirty kind of guy. Yeah, so so la- his last several years for assists, counting so starting with this year, 32, 36, 32, 32. Um. In fact, he's yeah. So that's um, the last four years right there. So that's bang on. He nailed his assist. Now his assist totals really. He's done better. He's done better a few times. Some of them going way back. But um, oh yeah, still. That was a different time. Uh, a different but post, game. But, but post's most recent lockout, that's what he's been consi- consistently pulling off. Now, moving on to points and guys, uh, all of us were wrong. Oh, were we ever? <laughs> yes. Um, you could actually say we may have uh, cursed them. So, Tim, you picked Krejci, Anthony, Bergeron, myself, Bergeron, Jeff, Bergeron, and VA, enjoying her um, third Bahama Mama now, picked Krejci. So, uh, whoops-a-daisy. Now, um, VA and Tim did marginally better than uh, the rest of us did, because... Uh... Uh, Krejci did outscore Bergeron by one point. One point. Woo! Um, on account of having that banner goal year, so we outscored. So we had two more goals um, while having one fewer assist than Bergeron. Um, for a total of fifty-four to Berkey's fifty-three. So um, I just don't think any of. Sorry, I cut you off, Jeff. 
We did well on goals. Yeah. Well, <laughs> looking back at this... Some of you did well on goals. Yeah. Whoops, a daisy. Looking... Well, I can see why we did Crunchy, though. We we were thinking, well, at least I was, you know, you have Crunchy with Pasta, and then you have Bacchus, and all of them are going to have good years. Right. And so, yeah. so the thinking was, well... Ha with Krejci actually getting someone solid on his right wing again and something like that, boom, he's going to blow up again because he was really good that year that he had Iggy with him. True. Yeah, that that was our rationale back then. Uh, yeah, because back at the beginning of the year was brought in, we thought he'd be a net-driving kind of guy. I just, and then he wasn't. I look back at these predictions, and I think we underestimated Brad. I mean, I, I know our one rationale was the puck was really going to be passed around a lot. We're going to have a lot of guys probably just separated by a few points. Uh, which, if you look at our, you know, three through uh, six goal uh, point leaders, they are only separated by a few points. But, man, Brad led the way. Keep in mind, his previous best assist season mm -hmm. was 28. Oh, my God. Yeah, of course we didn't guess Brad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because he is. But the is, thing is, is, though, like he's not historically been a playmaker. He's only he had more assists than goals one season prior to this one. Right. And that was thirteen fourteen when he had twenty eight assists and twenty five goals. So this is only his second season where he had fewer goals than assists. Eighty five points. Way to go! Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ, right? Yeah. Now, of course, had he not gone, got, gone and been stupid and gotten himself suspended, maybe he would have hit that 40-goal plateau, which would have been swell. Those last two games. Yeah. Well, shit. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. like Going into the beginning of the season, what was our biggest concern? It was defense. Mm -hmm. we, we were seriously concerned that this team couldn't stop the puck or stop the attack, but they would score goals. Who knew it was going to be the exact opposite, and we were going to be a one-line team for two-thirds of the year. Yeah. So, speaking of which, that's actually not a bad segue into our bold predictions category. Yes. Some of us are uh, well-positioned here. Um, yeah, we Anthony sure are. Was not, Anthony was not one of them. Whoops-a-daisy. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, Anthony said that <laughs> would score... 20 plus, <laughs> not, not points, not points, but goals. Yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, you got the two uh, right in that. <laughs> you, were, you, were by a factor, you were off by a factor of 2,000%. <laughs> in order of magnitude. I, I really thought Hayes was going to be better utilized this year and moving into next season. The only way that Hayes could be better utilized is if he was playing in the fucking beer league. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> now, uh, I gotta say, the winner for the the bold prediction, though, actually goes to Tim. Because you predicted seven plus players with six... No, seven players with 60 plus points. We had two. In my defense, we did only have two, but... Three guys had in the fifty. There was three guys in the fifties there. This is so true. it could. It, it was while it looks insane. It wasn't as awful with those three guys in the fifties. But I'm looking past those those five. You know, so the ones that made it and the two that, that that teased it. But from there, that's that was a tall ask to get Spooner and Bacchus over that over that 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 hump in retrospect. Well, because neither had done it ever before. Bacchus was. Uh, was definitely a, a, bold, a very bold. Um, however, I mean, as we know, I, I love me some David Backus. So I was going with but, the heart. I know you were, but, like, I mean, Backus, that's, that's an aggressive choice because he hadn't broken 60 since, oh, since 2010-2011. Since yeah, it's uh, been a Well, I mean, in 14-15, he had 58, so he's been close recently. But the thing, my thinking with Spooner is I thought he was going to build on last year. Last year, he had 50-something points. I figured, you know what? Take a step forward, get that 60 mark, and... Well, yeah, you, know what is, is, you know what that is? You know what that is? So many of his points last year for Spooner were on the were on that, that dominant first unit power play. That was the um, uh, the, the, the Krug, Berge, um, Krejci, Spooner, Louis um, uh, unit. 
the one that basically played a minute and a half of every power play because the backup unit didn't even have a fucking center on it. <laughs> because there was no so center out, out. Oh, exactly, right? Um, so, for, so, for example, his um, his power play points last year were 17 of his 49. So, incidentally, he did actually have more power play points this year than last year. Oh. And there, yes, okay, a higher percentage of them. Now, and this actually surprises me. I just brought it up. I was like, oh, well, fuck. Well, there goes my narrative. Um, now, let, <laughs> speaking of eating your narrative, we need to eat some of uh, our, our just dessert. Uh, Jeff... You and myself both predicted Tory Krug would be a Norris uh, candidate. Uh, I even, which... Well, well, I said finalist. That's the no, difference. I'm, I'm absolutely wrong. We won't know how wrong mm-hmm. until they actually announce the total totals. The, the, the totals after the award ceremony. We just know he's not a top three. Right. Now, that said, Tory Krug did have a fucking season. I, yeah, I yeah. did mention, no, he definitely is going to emerge as our best defenseman, which... I, I, since he's literally so small, he has to still get out behind the shadow of Chara. But he, yeah, I thought he was fantastic this year. Honestly, I think next year he plays more minutes than Chara does. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he so. will actually break the sixty-point mark. Because remember, being of the year, he looked kind of he looked shaky for the first few weeks of the season because he, he was still injured. He was back early, exactly, and you know, and he still set new totals. New, new new highs. He got back up to eight goals, which uh, he got up to eight goals, which puts him close to the um, numbers he was putting up early on compared to his last two years. And remember, we sort of discussed the possibility that maybe he was in fact somehow a one or two percent uh, shooting average guy. Um, this was, in retrospect, a ridiculous thing to decide. He's still not the seven point seven he shot in thirteen fourteen, of course, but eight. It's back up. It's it's getting back up there, right? Because his goal totals previous were fourteen. 12, 8, no, 4, and then 8. So, it's good. And here's the thing. He, he got up to 3.8%, which I think right around between 35 and 4% is probably where he is. I think that's... Well, yeah. Actually, that puts his average at 45 cumulatively. Um, and that's a pretty reasonable percentage for a defenseman. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I will say, his, his shot totals were down hugely from last year. Yeah, they were. He had 244 last year. This year he had 208. Could that be just the change on the power play? It's possible, but he's still been the point man on unit one all year, right? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, how much you, you shoot from the point in the power play is another, disc- is another matter altogether. We've sort of had a, our thoughts on this on the, in the show, elsewhere on the show before, I think. But, um, honestly, yeah, he, I feel like. He he, what he looked more, rather than to shoot, he looked more for the pass a lot more often. He looked for to kind of that playmaking ability, rather than always shooting. Mm-hmm. But you know, here's the thing. Okay, so he's not a Norris finalist. I still bet he's going to be do do fairly well in the vote in the vote counts. Um, voters that look at voters that look into it. Voters who look at that was bad. That that really broke up, Anthony. Yeah, say that again. Oh, he could finish a solid fifth or sixth. I'd say it's pretty reasonably score. He was eighth overall in scoring for defensemen. Um, well, no, no, sorry, seventh. He was tied with with Justin Schultz. With, with Justin Schultz. Um, and uh, which, who someone's going to give a lot of money this off season and probably regret it. Um, yep. <laughs> and only one point behind Buffalo and two points behind Duncan Keith. So had he been scoring goals, or, had he been scoring goals early in the season, yeah, uh, he'd be he'd easily be in a position to be challenging Kevin Shattenkirk for fourth overall in scoring for defenseman. Um, that's only five more points to get there. Yeah. So even not even not shooting crazy, just he'd been shooting like he was late season, early season, we would have been there. Um, and his advanced stats were so so phenomenal. I mean, he turned frickin' Adam McQuaid into a top-four possession defenseman this year. Yes, he did. Um, or I should say, dragged Adam McQuaid into being. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think any voters that look into that stuff is going to say, I must have given him good votes, because these guys, they vote top top five, I think, is what P, PWHA votes for him. Mm-hmm. And so it's ranked voting. 
he's not going to get too many one probably or two or three votes, but I think he's going to have a pretty dominant command of four of of four of oh, four and five position votes. Well, uh, actually, what's this is episode twenty-seven. In a few months, we'll l- listen back to episode twenty-seven and see how you, see how we did on because I'm I'm agreeing with you one hundred percent. I I love my crew and I love my Bergeron. I'm I'm I will gladly drive those trains, conduct those trains. Um, anything else before we get to something a little I, bit? Silly? I, I had I had one other. Go for uh, tangential of um, uh, uh, bold prediction, if I recall, mm-hmm. I had said we would have a line with three thirty goal goal scorers. You did say that. It wasn't part of my pure bold predictions, um, but because I, I didn't think it was that outlandish, so I didn't think it qualified as bold prediction, and I was wrong. Um, now I do not expect Bergeron would be the weak link here. Keeping in mind, he fell short of 30 by the exact number of goals that Martin and Marchand blew over, which means if you average that line out, <laughs> they all scored 31.3333 oh. goals. <laughs> by the skin of your teeth, you find a way to win the argument. I love it. I'm in love. I'm in love with it. That's some good math there. Yeah. You well, are I did t- that before the show. I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm going to be ready for this. <laughs> you are technically correct, and that is, of course, the best kind of correct. <laughs> <laughs> I've been rewatching that. It's a good show. Pre-trauma. I love Futurama. So, so yeah, I just thought I'd put out there that that's uh, that, no, that, that thank you. didn't check out. Didn't didn't literally check out, but close enough, I think. And again, Bergie was hurt all season. So he was again. His if Bergie hadn't, if he hadn't been, I would have been right in spades, though. I think we can reasonably. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you. Poor guy has a. Oh, sports training is like. I don't know. How do you skate with that? How do you walk with that? And he's just like. Bergeron's yeah. not human. We know this because That's he should have, you know, died. In um, 2013. In those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's um. Checks out. And he's a man that's also been literally assassinated at least once. Yes. Fucking. Fuck Randy you, Jones. Randy Jones. Another reason to hate the Flyers. Many reasons to hate the Flyers. Yeah. One last segment before we... I guess we would call... The, this is the last segment of this season. I don't know if our preseason, off-season stuff will be this season or next season's. Um, uh, I think last year we carried through the same season into the into the summer. Oh, okay. So, so this will be one of our last segments of the season. <laughs> <laughs> I am technically correct. Uh, and we're probably going to be a little slow for a bit after this, so it'll be a, a bit of a breather, at least right away, because I think we're not expecting to record next week or the week after. Yeah, I mean, unless you guys want to hear us ramble about the Bruins not being in the playoffs, but I think we've hit that uh, enough. But yeah, I think, but I think, I think the plan's probably going to let it simmer for a few weeks and then yeah. come back, sort of moving towards the uh, summer and uh, our summer programming. Yeah. Summer program will be a lot of fun. VA's got a lot of good stuff in store. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, she's, VA doesn't. She's, she's, she's farming that one out to me. <laughs> <laughs> because it's my idea. <laughs> oh. Um, I just think VA's a very creative person. That's all. You're just kissing ass now. Yes, I am. <laughs> she's enjoying that force. There's even like the ass kissing face, too. <laughs> the podcasters yeah, can't see my are. face, though. So it's okay. No, but I can't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I love you, VA. You you really do. I'm being serious. Now this is my serious face. I love VA. <laughs> we would uh, we wouldn't be here for you all for all of you today were it not for VA. Our, she is our mama. The Bahama one. <laughs> she is our den mother. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> on her twelfth Bahama. She might need to cool it on those things now. Uh, I just picture. The episode of uh, Scrubs where Kelso is like just laid up at the bar drinking a bunch of Bahama Mamas. And yeah. I just picture VA next to Bob Kelso drinking a bunch <laughs> Bahama. of Bahama Mamas. Oh, they're, they're having a great time. <laughs> so, I, I, it's the end of the year, guys. We've all been writing each other's yearbooks. And what do people often do in yearbooks? They write lyrics from songs. So if this season was a song, what song would it be and why? 
I'm, I'm also an English teacher today. Uh, it's your end of grade, uh, end of year assignment. Uh, Tim, would you like to tell the class what song you picked? Sure. Right. And this is gonna, this is partly as a joke, just to kind of upset some people, maybe on this podcast. Excellent. But I am going. Don't to you dare! Don't you dare! Don't you dare! No, no. <laughs> <laughs> living on a prayer. <laughs> Wizard at the fair. <laughs> um, I mean, you could have you could have picked something more monstrous. At which point, VA probably wouldn't have invited you back on the show. And I think you know what song I mean there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't stop believing, but <laughs> you know what? Hey, you, plus, you can't plus. be mad at him, Jeff. No, no, no. You've put those headphones back on because you set him up. That is your fault. Honestly, I thought that's where he was going to go in the first place, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I was this close, but I was like, all right, I'll make it a little less terrible. And right. went with living on a prayer. All right, Tim. You, you've you passed. You've made it to the next grade. you made it to next season. A++. Congratulations. Um, Jeff, you're next. Um, I'm I'm going with uh, less than Jake's uh, history of a boring town. <laughs> I I feel bad. I am not familiar with that song. I will listen to it a- another time because it would be very awkward <laughs> if I just stopped talking for three and a half minutes or so. But punk songs probably not even that long. Oh, oh okay. Probably <laughs> about two two fifteen to two forty five. <laughs> All right. It's actually 4:42 p.m. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> now they know when we're recording. Uh, any any reason in particular? Um, the sort of the song sort of just about um things looked like they were going to be good and then they didn't really work out the way we expected, but they're still you know. Good things to be found in it. So gotcha. Well, I, I, I'm, I would play these songs, but legally we can't. But I mean, not that we're making any money for this, but still. Yeah, I don't want to do stupid lawyers. copyright infringement. Yeah, I mean, it'd be worse if we, you know, we're like asking people to, to contribute on a Patreon or something, but we're not. So there's that. <laughs> we're and I'm glad we're. Oh not. yeah. 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 <laughs> we would like it if Narragansett sponsored us, though. But, but until they do, I'm drinking PBR, fuckers! Anyway. That's not, not going to win them over! Oh, god damn it! <laughs> I mean, I'll be drinking... Nothing but nothing. Del Shandy's all the time. Not even water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no more coffee, no more water, just Del, just Del, Shandy, Del Shandy's all the time. Actually, did buy no. a six, I did buy a six-pack of that today. Oh, I've yet to try the Dell Shandy. It's delightful. Pleasant it's and delightful. Hey! Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Anthony, tell the class what uh, song you've picked. The Boys Are Back by Dropkick Murphys. Oh! They were back and they were in the postseason. It's a good choice. I was a little leery to pick uh, anything by Dropkick Murphys because it seems a little, it feels a little too on the nose. But it uh, does feel cliche. But after <laughs> seeing them in a month and a half ago, I'm still riding the high of seeing them from a month and a half ago. So, you know what, Jeff and Anthony, you guys pass as well. A plus plus. Word. <laughs> this been, I will give you mine now. I am not kidding. Up until about. Uh, hour and 40 minutes ago, I too had The Boys Are Back. Um, no kid. Yes, by Dropkick Murphys. But the last second I changed it. And I'm actually glad I did, because imagine if we picked the same song. It would have been one <laughs> awkward party. But uh, I decided to go to my roots. I picked a song by my first favorite songwriter. The, actually, the guy who got me into music. I'm not making this up. Billy Joel got me into playing rock and roll. I don't really listen to him much anymore. But his, he has a song called Vienna off his album The Stranger. Um, that's his big album. Um, there's, and I'll give you some uh, one few lines here. Slow down, you're doing fine. You can't be everything you want to be before your time. Although it's so romantic on the borderline tonight. Tonight. 
uh, when we realize Vienna waits for you. So, this season, it was good, but it just didn't, we're not quite there, but we're going to get there one day. We're on the right path. Uh, it's, and this whole song's about, you know, being a kid or a growing young man and one day maturing to being something very fine, like Vienna, the, the city of Vienna. So, I picked Vienna by Billy Joel. I give myself a C minus. I rambled too much. I give you an A. Oh, thank you. Your lyrics were perfect for it. Perfect logic. This year felt like 2008. Yes. Um, Don't want to go into too many predictions, but I think this was a good building year. Yep. And I I can't help but just feel feel good. Somber that we lost. I I still kind of feel a little bit. My buddies' teams are still in it. Um, But you know what? Can't be everything you want to be before your time. You know, good things are coming. Yes. We have seen very, very few games played thus far by Sweeney draft picks, but those that we have. Sweeney! <laughs> and you know what? A whole shitload of other Sweeney picks are going pro this fall. It's good. Or are, going, or are pro now. Yeah. Guys, it's going to be fun. Oh, it's gonna be fucking fun. So, 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 what you're saying is he actually might know what he's doing. He's Sweeney. No. Oh. Yeah, I know we're not gonna be very popular on 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 the on the Twitterverse for this view, um, because both 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 the math both both the math geeks and the and the and the and the and the, and the, and the, the hockey thugs none of them seem to be particularly fond of his choices. Ramaldo for a third. <sighs> but you he- know what? There's a glory in being hockey moderates. Patient yes. ones. Yes. <laughs> My you know new favorite thing is to just post frozen gifts to those people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Anthony, you're you're back and you're looking for trouble. Um, it's it's funny, when you posted that, I was looking for the one. There's a bunch of like um lip read Frozen gifts and that same one it has it saying fuck off and yeah, I wanted there's a fuck off and there's a fuck you and fuck yourself and they're all amazing and I wanted to I tried to find them and I couldn't and I was sad because it's exactly what I would have sent there's a great one I have it saved it's from Imgur it's you know the Touchstone pictures oh yeah logo there mm-hmm. the blue bar that runs across and it says Touchstone there's that one and it when it, the thing scrolls over, just irredeemable fuckwit. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's like the Disney one where they're the Disney logo and it's go fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. <laughs> I will see if I can find that. It's a gallery. I have the oh. whole thing. I'll see. I'll see if I can find it later, and I will share it to you. Yeah, we will. Hey, maybe we'll put it on the Berlin Topic Twitter page. Like, hey, troll bothering you? Use these handy gifts suggested by Anthony. Um, I don't know. I don't want to condone cursing because I'm a southern gentleman. We can, we can, we can, we can deploy our dozens of fans as a as a unit against yes. uh, some of the more obnoxious ones out there. We no, will... let's not do that. That's an awful thing to do. That's a four chan thing to do, and we're not th- and we're not That's bad. True. And Jean Catherine will be quite angry at us if we did. So, oh, it's been a while. Well, I should be like the only person that would that would they, that would probably actually follow through. Yeah. <laughs> I... I don't know who she is. I'm sure she's a lovely lady. Um, you just keep digging that hole deeper. I know. She's going to kill me take away, Somebody needs to take away your shovel. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, I use the Taves curve as a shovel. But um, So that's kind of it. I kind of want to do a Bear Necessities just because I'm curious what you guys will be drinking this summer as we don't watch the Bruins, but maybe watch other sports or other television or just – Drinking because it's a nice day out and you've got some good tunes playing. Or because you got a problem and it's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Why can't it be both? <laughs> Yay! Both. Uh, well, let's see. <laughs> it's not a problem. I enjoy it very much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. I'm not splashing the drink on my face like an airplane. Um, oh, I love that movie. Um, actually, well, Anthony... We'll start with you. So, since you all know what my second favorite sport is, it's Formula One racing. Uh, the European season is going to be starting up soon. Um, so, that means seven, eight o'clock a.m. races for me every other Sunday. 
So I'll probably be drinking some mimosas during that. Ooh. But during the summer, I like to keep it light. Um, I think the darkest beer I drink in the summer is Newcastle. Um, but it'll be some, some light ales, brown ales, you know, maybe the occasional amber or shandies. I don't like IPAs, so that won't be me. Hmm. That's know. what I'll be drinking all summer. And Jeff, you're up. Well, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm a craft beer guy, so I tend to go to the specialty beer store and see what speaks to me. Mm -hmm. um, what I've been working on while we're recording here, and I was rather excited to find this a beer store that I hadn't been to in a while, was a brewer here in Nova Scotia called Meander River Farm and Brewery. I've had it at a few craft beer festivals and had a growler filled once or twice, but they're usually hard to find in the city. Mm. Um, they apparently fairly recently started bottling. And uh, at Bishop's Wine Cellar at the waterfront in Halifax, they had it. Uh, I'm drinking right now is Meander River Farm Brewery. Lunchbox. A Ooh. toast to Hugo Hack. I don't know who Hugo Hack is, but he's getting a toast two minutes of pale. Good for Hugo Hack. Speaking yeah. of growlers, the Woodstock Inn does a growler now. And it's three bucks for the growler and then nine bucks to fill it. They've I'm done growlers for years. I have a Woodstock Inn and Brewery root beer one growler that I use for my change jar that I've had since I was like 12. Okay. I just <laughs> now I'm hearing the radio commercials for it. They're like, we now do growlers. So maybe they stop for a while? I don't know. Could just be good mm. advertising. I mean, I could go get it and demonstrate. This, this, oh, I believe this, you. This jar's been in my life for a long time. We're <laughs> going for a walk. Right, <laughs> yeah, we haven't. I haven't seen a Jeff a tour of the apartment in a long time. Oh there yeah, it is. look at that! A, a growler full of change. Yeah. Um, so nickels and dimes and pennies, which no longer have value in Canada because they got rid of them. Oh, whoops, Daisy. Yeah, well, the pennies don't. The nickels and dimes still have value, oh. but they're not real money. Um, the penny. Neither are nickels and dimes. Really, anything smaller than a quarter shouldn't exist. <laughs> I agree. I do agree. <laughs> Moving on to Tim. <laughs> Talking about currency, we'll go back to... Tim, what you drinking? Yeah, um... I, I too, um, enjoy uh, a few craft beers now and then again. And Maine has a, uh, has a few uh, pretty good ones. Uh, one of my favorite is uh, Baxter Brewing, their summer ale. It's really good. I believe it's called Summer Swelter. Um, so that's I'm really fond of that. Uh, that's that's really good. I'll be probably dipping into the Dell Shandy as mm -hmm. well, um, just because. Um, that's what you I do. Mean, you can't you can't not you can't like stay away from that stuff. That stuff is so good. And um, I mean. Another one that I've been kind of fond of is it's not really necessarily a summer ale, but is um, it's called um, Allagash White. They're they're Allagash White from Allagash Brewing Company. And that's really really good. Um, and then also finally, uh, the Casco Bay Brewing Company um, has a summer ale that I really enjoy um, as well. So kind of doing a little bit of everything. I guess. Grand Tour. Yeah. Oh, what's this? VA, what are you having? I'll be having Bahama Mamas. Okay. Um, <laughs> She's going to kill you for, for, for voicing her like that. <laughs> it's it's the Teen Girl Squad voice, by the way. It, if I'm aware of that, yes. Um, okay. Teen Girl Squad! Yes. Strong Bad. <laughs> the ugly one! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wow, um, I just watched some more of that the other day. Still coming. Like... <laughs> Holy shit. It's still funny, without being dirty. Way to go, yep. Strong Bad Creators. Uh, anyway. Star Runner. Yeah. <laughs> Homestar Runner. It's dot com. Uh, I'll be, well, as you mentioned, as I mentioned earlier, I had, I did buy some uh, Narragansett uh, Dell's Summer Shandy. Um, but otherwise, I think I'll be really hitting up my local breweries, especially the microbreweries that um, you can only get their stuff from a growler if you want to take it home because uh, I am moving to Raleigh, North Carolina in a few months and it'll be a little bit difficult for me to have Winston-Salem beer. Actually, it wouldn't be that difficult. I'll just get my brother to bring it to me, but you get the I'm sure Raleigh has plenty of good beers too. Um, they actually have more than Winston. They have way more than Winston, but you know, this is where I, I more or less grew up. So, you know, I, I need to enjoy the local cuisine before... I, I leave. That's it. My, I'll probably be hitting up Hoots 
Wise Man Brewing and the my old summer league team, uh, Small Batch. I'll be going to their bars a lot. So that's it. Um, this has been Barely on Topic. I have been your host, Nick. Hey, y'all. So, like you all know, we're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Please interact with us on Twitter. We're barely on topic. We're also on Facebook. Barely on topic. Uh, do we still? Barely on topic podcast. Yes, that's on it. Facebook. You're right. You're right. SoundCloud as well. I think you practice say SoundCloud, although I'm pretty sure that's where everyone's listening anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, this, the, I always forget we're on SoundCloud because I always now just listen through. Uh, uh, actually, I mainly use Stitcher. But that's the thing. We give you options, and as long as you listen to us, it's the right choice. Uh, is there anything else? It's been so long. Like I've, I haven't made it to the end of a podcast in weeks. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's, that's most of it. Okay. I mean, I, is there anything else? I forget. Word. That's it? That's it.